0: All right, so mental okay. health and cats.
1: So I like that about this article. And the second thing I like about this the article pillars. is the five pillars of a healthy feline environment. Yes, number so, one,
0: I know the number one. Okay,
1: what's number one?
2: Safe space.
1: Yeah, so these are five things yeah. that cats need for a healthy environment. So safe space, you want to take a guess at number two?
2: Sorry for saying sorry media presents the per podcast, the best podcast for feline medicine and surgery with tips, tricks, and updates for the entire veterinary healthcare team. If you're dying to know more about cats, keep on listening. Here are your hosts, Dr. Susan Little, famous cat vet and textbook author, and Dr. Yola Kerpenstein, talented surgeon and social media geek.
0: Hello, this is Dr. Yola (laughs) Kerpenstein. And this is Dr. Susan Little. And this is our NPR voice.
1: <laughs> I don't think I can hold to an NPR voice for very long.
0: And this is the Per podcast.
1: You know what they say? You've got a face for radio. Have you heard that before?
0: Yeah, that's what Steve Dale yes, says. Steve
1: Dale says that yeah. he has yeah. a face for radio.
0: I. <laughs> My face is for.
1: I know you're still captivated by. Uh... By how good your you look, no, yeah. my
0: lips, my pink lips, yes, thanks to your presets.
1: yes, uh, I think that's... by the
0: way, this I is Dr. York Kurpenstein, and this is the per podcast. We forgot to say that in the beginning of our last week episode, uh, because Dr. Susan was babbling and babbling and babbling and babbling. I was,
1: but you know what I thought? what? If somebody started listening to this podcast, they already know it's the per podcast.
0: Oh, really, really? Did you figured it out one hundred fifty per podcasts in. <laughs> that we didn't have to do it that anymore That's,
1: i didn't want to say
0: it's very logical
1: i didn't uh, want to say know,
0: whatever she says it's true
1: yeah but it is you true know.
0: yeah and we're still in lawrence kansas as a matter of fact we and, are um although you're listening to it a week later yes. which is kind of amazing it's that in it, cyberspace that that can happen
1: it's the way podcasts are done
0: where the podcasts are done, and so yes. we are also videoing this. We are, and you can see those videos if you become a member on our Patreon account.
1: Yes, yes, we have some. Um, uh, we hopefully will have some good upcoming guests, Dr. Yola.
0: We are going to have so let's talk about guests. our
1: plans for upcoming guests.
0: Oh, that's that's good. So I'm yes. going, uh, so uh, tomorrow we are both uh, stepping on a plane, but it's a different plane, it is because your plane. Gets you back into... I'm going uh,
1: back to Canada.
0: Yeah. Beyond the wall. Uh, So she has to fly over the wall into the icy... Over
1: and down.
0: The icy area of Canada. And uh, I am going the opposite way because I'm going south towards... uh, First to Atlanta. That's not really south. But then to Peru. Mm
1: -hmm. And why are you going to Peru? Uh,
0: I'm going to Lima Mm -hmm. uh, for the WCVA World Small Animal Veterinary Association. Congress 2022 in Lima, Peru. It is next weekend. But before that, I am going to look for cats in Machu Picchu. Do
1: you think you'll find cats in Machu Picchu? Probably. Cats are everywhere.
0: everywhere. They're everywhere.
1: Yeah. So So hopefully you'll be able to grab some interesting podcast guests while you're in Lima yes. and we'll we'll get some news from Lima.
0: Yes. So yeah. hopefully we do that. Um, and we'll schedule that. So mm-hmm. the, the next ones will probably come in live from Lima.
1: Live from Lima. Oh my
0: gosh, it's a nice alliteration. I like that. Mm-hmm.
1: And then in the new year we wow. will be at um, VMX.
0: We're going to VMX, we're going to WVC. We do a lot of podcasts taping there. We'll do a lot
1: of taping there.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. Yes. This new year is going to be good because we are also going to put a lot of effort into a Patreon account for people that are interested and lots of new information there.
1: Yeah, we have plans.
0: We have big plans.
1: We have plans. And then as long as the pandemic doesn't decide to do like a a U turn and and devastate our lives even more than it already has, then um, yes. 2023 i i'm thinking will help us get oh yes you you know what you have one job yola
0: it's the timing it's the timer it's working right now
1: it's always yola's job to do the timing Mm -hmm. you have one job
0: so that means that we have a little extra time
1: okay that's good Mm -hmm. yes
0: so um last week start talking about the feline practitioner which is a new periodical once a month
1: yes the monthly magazine. From
0: AAFP. Mm-hmm. I had a question for you about this. Does ISFM have a periodical now too?
1: I suspect that they do, ah. but we'd have to verify that mm-hmm. because I have. Um, because been... I'm
0: also a member of ISFM.
1: Oh, are you? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. I've had a lot more to do with AFP than yeah. ISFM. I mean, they're sister organizations. So yeah. yes, but I, I would guess that they do.
0: But I think if you're a member of AFP, you get discount for ISFM. Could be. Yeah, so that's why I become one, an, and I went to the conference in yes, Rhodes, Greece, which was
1: oh, um, Yes, you're very lucky. You went mm-hmm. to Greece. Yeah.
0: Where's it next year? I don't know. Where's AFP this year?
1: This year it's coming up uh-huh. in uh, late October. We're in October of 2022 right now, and it's I think about the same time as WSAVA. Oh, in Lima, yeah, And it's in up Pittsburgh, it. I oh. think, but it's a hybrid. Exciting. It's a hybrid on online and in person. Yeah. It's a dual meeting. I'm frowning. Oh no, I think that's great.
0: I, I do think it's great. Yeah, so you, great. you don't have to be there. Yeah. You don't have to listen to the, uh, to the speakers and that yeah. sort of thing. So that's wonderful. Uh, and I think hybrid is the future anyway. for conferences. Oh,
1: I think so. It's really mm-hmm. hard to um, undo that. Right. Because mm-hmm. they're, there's people who don't like a virtual only virtual they like in person but there's a lot of us who liked to be, have the option of a virtual attendance yeah so yeah. yeah so i think it's a good thing all right yeah so we started talking about this so if you're an aafp member mm-hmm. then you will start to receive this monthly magazine called the right. feline practitioner right and the inaugural um issue right um has just come out so October, 2022, and we started talking about what's in it. Yes. So I thought we should, we should, yeah, there's chronic, there's chronic diarrhea. It's hard to talk about cats.
0: My favorite topic.
1: Yeah. So I thought we would talk some more about.
0: So what I'm a little disappointed about, and I have to tell the AFP membership this directly from the heart right here, uh, which side is my heart right side, um, that, you know, it's only internal medicine. There is no surgery. You there's don't know there's no surgery. About surgery. We've In, seen one issue. You yeah. don't know there's okay, no surgery. But the, it's an inaugural issue. You would expect if they feel that surgery is an important part, that at least one article can talk. And you the other 10 can talk about internal medicine. But one little article.
1: When all you have is a hammer, you only see nails. <laughs> He's, he says, he's like, I don't know what that means. No,
0: whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Okay, so... That
1: means when you're a surgeon. Yeah. I'm sure be, there will be surgery articles. It is the Journal of Feline Medicine and Surgery, after it's all. It's going
0: to be a long 20 minutes, <laughs>
1: sadly. Because in the inaugural issue, there's no surgery.
0: No. No. Once again, yes. no surgery. But, but there's, but you but know, there's no she... surgery editor either. I need to talk with Kelly. I need to call her. They may
1: speak. need to... D- so, the, the co editors are Dr. Kelly St. Denis and Dr. Jessica Quimby. And maybe they should be called medical and surgery co editors, not just medical co editors.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But it doesn't say medical co editors. It anyway. does. No, it doesn't.
1: It does. It doesn't. Do I have to prove it yeah, to you? Prove I will prove it we'll to you.
0: Look, everybody.
1: Say? What does it say?
0: I, yeah, nobody can. As
1: that. medical co editors, it says. Oh, look. look. As medical no, co-editors.
0: It's a typo. Yeah. A typo.
1: So you can suggest right. that they change it to medical and surgery co-editors.
0: I just want to say. You can you try know, you, that. You lose 50% of your audience right there. I'm not sure it's 50%. But they do talk about acute pain and chronic pain. So that is kind of a surgical topic. Super, super
1: they, they talk about things topic. that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Even if it's yes. So they have a, so they have a very nice article called acute pain in cats. Are you doing all you can? Mm. And, you know, often the answer is no.
0: She has a lot of letters behind her name.
1: So it's written by um, Samantha Taylor, yeah. who is a Same. specialist in yeah. the UK. Yeah. And um, yes, and ex- many letters.
0: She must come from New Zealand, isn't it? Isn't it the New Zealand? Uh, yeah, New Zealand. It is the. Uh, co- yeah. Surgeons. Yep. And then the. Yep.
1: And the ECVIM, yeah. companion animal. Yeah. So that's. The, yeah. Yeah. So so very well qualified. Yes. And so one of the things I like about the monthly is it's like it's not a journal. It's not a peer-reviewed journal. No. Of course, it's reviewed by the medical (laughs) co-editors. Everything's reviewed by good people, right? Um, (laughs) but because it's not a journal, yes, it just kills him every time. It's a stake in his heart. Yeah. Um, we get some it's
0: good that I don't have knives right here because I will put them right in my heart. (laughs) right here. So. <laughs>
1: Halloween's coming up.
0: You know, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Okay, let's yes, let's I, keep on going. So
1: it's got some very nice um, articles that are short and they're practical and they're concise, yeah. but they're excellent. So this was on acute pain in cats, yeah. and it's just a two-page article that's a really nice summary about. Um, Red
0: cat looks in pain.
1: Yes, he does. So there's a um, picture of a cat in the article yeah. who has uh, just woken up from dental extractions, um, and he's scoring very high on the feline grimace scale, and that's not a good thing. You don't want to score high. So the feline grimace scale is an acute pain Mm -hmm. and he scores a nine out of 10. And that's really bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You see his ears and his eyes. Yes.
1: He just looks so it's unhappy. So this is really nice. It's talking about how to build an analgesic plan. I love that. Right. Yes. I love that too. And it's actually, and I love, I don't know if everybody loves these, but I love things like this right
0: yeah nobody sees that I know but say, I'm just
1: I'm just pointing out that it's an for algorithm
0: put a Patreon. it's yep. an algorithm it's an algorithm yeah. I like that so what does the algorithm say
1: so the algorithm it's to explain components of a pain management plan okay. right mm. so it talks about nursing care it talks about the home environment for recovery sure. it talks about non pharmacological things which we often think about like just making sure the bandaging is comfortable
0: okay what's the number one thing that says on the Where, you know, non pharmacological wound care, wound care.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Surgery. Okay. That's
1: surgery. I'll give you that. Yeah. And then it talks about analgesics, of course. But, you know, the other thing I like is it talks about, and this is about pain management, and it talks about drugs to reduce anxiety. Yeah. Right. And it talks about anti emetics. Yeah. So sometimes we forget that a pain management plan can incorporate drugs for nausea, it can incorporate comfort right? It can co- incorporate decreasing anxiety. So right. I really and like this. It talks about
0: cat friendly clinic. And we it talked does. about that last week a little bit last that week. we have some guidelines coming
1: up. Yes. So I find this very useful if only to remind us that a pain management plan isn't just like two or three drugs. It's a bunch of things. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that.
0: I think in a lot of the management that we do for diseases we need to look at much broader.
1: I agree with you. We mm-hmm. you know, we tend to say, oh, I treat it with this drug and exactly. and nobody talks about how do I make the patient more comfortable? How do I help the owner give the treatment? How do, mm-hmm. and it's because it, it's all important.
0: Like in urinary disease.
1: Yes, like in urinary disease. That's Our a good example. Topic, yeah. That's a good example. All right. So yep. what's the next article? The next article is called Feline Mental Health and Impaired Welfare. And
0: I like that because that was the main topic of the Rhodes Conference. Yes. So we talked about feline mental health. We talked about welfare. And there was a third component, which I forgot now. But oh, you, neurology.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. It. it was neurology. Those
0: three, that's a triad that came together, and they were all talking together. And normally it's separate, but they were all talking together. And it was amazing how those lectures fit into each other.
1: So that's a phrase that's just beginning, feline mental health. That's a phrase that's really just beginning to appear. Yeah like that's not a phrase we would have heard no. very very often no. right so that. that's nice so the article is by elona rodan mm-hmm. no better person to talk about feline welfare that's Great. been really a core goal of hers for her career and she's received the it's said the avma gives an award for um animal welfare i believe yeah, yeah, every I should, year did
0: she get that yes oh yes but i think the all the people in the uh in this you know I can't call it a journal. You call it a publication. Magazine. Magazine. Mm. They're all really big people. Oh yeah. Big names. Yeah. yeah.
1: So this is by Dr. Elona Rodan. And again, it's a it's a short article, but it's talking about recognition and tools yeah. to enhance um welfare. And what I love about this article is two things. Yeah. One is she talks about the four major misconceptions about cats. And you didn't read this, so tell me what you think.
0: In, in what specific sense?
1: Context of welfare and mental health. Uh, there are four major misconceptions. Can you name one of them?
0: Uh, that's cats don't have mental health problems.
1: Can you be more specific?
0: always does this to me. It just makes me so tired, you know. Yeah. It is late. Okay, uh, I won't tax
1: your brain any might, further. Why? So, number one, yeah. cats are easy to care for. No, they're not. Exactly. It's a misconception.
0: Oh. But what has that to do with mental health?
1: Because if you think cats are easy to care for, you don't put any effort or thought into making sure their environment is conducive to good mental health. It's really JP important.
0: is not easy to care for.
1: That's easy. Okay. Number two, mm-hmm. cats need friends.
0: Cats need friends. No, they don't.
1: Right. These are misconceptions. Yeah. 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 Cats don't need friends. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or don't always. Number three. Yeah. Cats have the same social needs as people.
0: No. No, they don't.
1: You know, a good example of that is eating a meal together, that's a social thing to people. So
0: you would have better post a question as, okay, I'm going to give you some sentences and you oh, tell me no. if it's right or wrong. Okay. Instead of already telling me it's misconstrued. Can we start over? Yeah, let's do it again. Now do the no, last not- one. Do the last one and ask me if it's right or wrong.
1: Well, now I think you'll know.
0: Now what, my hands.
1: Okay, I'll give you the last one. Is this, no, it won't work.
0: Just try it.
1: Okay, is it funny to have a scaredy cat? in your house
0: is it funny to have a scaredy cat? scaredy cat
1: scaredy you know scaredy
0: cat scared cat
1: yeah no you know you know like it's not funny friends come over and the cat like runs away and hides is that funny no I
0: always look at the cat that's sitting on the Roomba and I, I'm like that's not funny
1: oh the cat on the Roomba I yeah. know that one yeah so that's the fourth misconception mm. that it might even be funny if your reaction your cat's reaction to fear and anxiety is that oh. some people think it's funny
0: when they run away yeah under yeah. the bed it's so funny because my cat goes under the bed
1: <laughs> exactly exactly chippy
0: runs under the bed too but the reason that chippy runs under the bed is, is to chippy get a squeaky little, toy no no and chippy's a little cat in a D body we talked about that before but chippy runs under the bed because then he knows that i cannot catch him
1: he's not stupid
0: He is definitely not stupid. So if I want, for instance, Chippy needs a bath, Uh he is under the bed. And the bed is, you know, it's a kind of queen bed. So I cannot reach him. And then when I try to grab him, he runs to the other side of the bed. He's not stupid. He's not stupid. All right. So okay. mental health and cats.
1: So I like that about this article. And the second thing I like about this the article pillars. is the five pillars of a healthy feline environment. Yes. Number so, one.
0: I know the number one. Okay. What's number one? Safe space.
1: Yeah. So these are five things yeah. that cats need for a healthy environment. So safe space. Do you number want to take one. a guess at number two? Uh,
0: I think I, a way to escape so, you know, for instance, go up. Cats really oh, okay, go.
1: yes. So number two mm-hmm. is key environmental resources, food, water, uh, a sleeping place, a resting place, um, yeah. you know, a litter box. Yes, right. so you're right. An, an right. ability to get up thank high. That's you, number two. Thank you. Number three, the opportunity to do what, do you think?
0: Um... What do all
1: cats need the opportunity to do?
0: To eat, to pee.
1: Yeah, but that's that's pillar number two.
0: Oh, uh, the opportunity to uh, hunt?
1: Yeah, so the opportunity for play and predatory behavior. Oh. Well done. Okay, that's three.
0: Yeah. Number good. four. Doing really good. Three out of four. What? Okay, number four. Five. can you give me a hint?
1: Um, can I give him a hint, dear listener?
0: <laughs>
1: dear listener, can I give him a hint? Yeah. Um, what about the people in the house? It has to do with Oh, people. to
0: escape people.
1: No, because we did the escape thing already.
0: Oh. So what uh, about the
1: people in the house?
0: To hide? No.
1: No, to have like positive, consistent, and predictable.
0: Okay, this is going a little bit from, uh, yeah, fine. Okay, call it. That's, yeah, of course. No, you're not going to throw stones at your cat.
1: I can tell you've not been a feline practitioner because.
0: People throw stones at their cats?
1: Oh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Oh. Okay. okay. Number five, an environment that respects the cat's smell and other senses, like sense of smell and other senses, right?
0: Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. And the, then the first thing that comes to my mind for that is homes where people have like scented candles and scented thingies plugged in. and like, Oh,
0: I have a really right? good example because, you know, dogs have, oh, the Ds have also a very sensitive nose. And um, I have this spray that is kind of
1: uh, Is it a pheromone thingy?
0: No, no. It's like a, a spray that smells like that you're in a uh, you know, how do you call it? I have no uh, idea. Yeah, so, so I don't know you... where
1: you're going with this. <laughs> I have no idea where this is going to land.
0: When you go to like a sauna or something like okay. that. Okay. You know? A spa? A spa. Okay. And it, so when you spritz it it like... has a spa sense.
1: Okay.
0: And as soon as I do it, chippy, pew. Oh, I see. Because it's so strong.
1: Yes, exactly. That's exactly. that's where this lands. Thank yes. You. So the landing point for this yes. is what's pleasant to us may not be pleasant to the kitty. Yes. Okay, how much time do we have left? A few minutes? Okay, let's do a quick highlight of what else is in here. So something that I know is near and dear. Oh, I want to point out, and again, yeah. okay, I know you can't see the exact thing, it but it's can't. a worksheet.
0: Yeah, I like the worksheets. They definitely.
1: have a worksheet to help... Owners assess their cat's mental health, so that can be really useful for behavior. We
0: just put our surgical oncology worksheet on there. We, we you know,
1: there different you story. But okay, oh, so I'm not interested. I'm not interested. Um, I'm not interested because it's a
0: surgery checklist really important, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't interest her because it's not surgery. so much.
1: So not, yeah. So this article is on nutritional assessment.
0: Yeah, nobody can see it.
1: I can see it. Yeah, yep. when you it's on go a, to
0: the Patreon, you can see. But. Yeah,
1: but I'm saying it's on nutritional assessments. Yes,
0: and which it's is very important.
1: Practical recommendations for cat caregivers, and it's by? Oh, Val. Dr. Val Parker, who is one of our favorite nutritionists. Love her. We love Dr. Parker. Yes. And so she's written a really nice, concise article. Yeah. And it's about life stage. It also has a bit on reading pet food labels. Nice. It has some nice resources. Nice. And as I it has this thing. And again, if you're on Patreon, you can at least see me hold this darn. It says
0: tear and share.
1: It's a tear and share sheet, right? And it is a it's um, a cheat sheet for nutritional calc- calculations.
0: Yeah, that's important.
1: Yeah, so it does two things. Actually, it does three things. So it tells you how to convert the percent nutrient, like a, you know, a food that's like forty um, percent protein. Mm-hmm. How do you compare that to another food's protein content? Well, the way you do it yeah. is you change the calculation to a grams per 100 kcal of energy yes, because it has to be relative to the amount of energy in the food so it it tells you how to do that and it's actually it's actually pretty easy yeah it is (laughs) it's really easy actually yeah Yeah. so they give you a very simple um formula so that you can compare two foods yeah. Right. Because what it says on the label, you know, like it might say forty percent protein. Another one might say thirty percent protein. But you can't compare them without yeah. making them on an equal energy basis. I
0: think the Pet Nutrition Alliance has calculator for this.
1: They do. I don't know if they have one for that specifically.
0: Oh. They do have for the.
1: They do. Yes. Requirement so the prefer- second part of this is resting energy yeah. Like I can actually do that in my head. That's oh, crazy. No, no, it's just the it's 70 times the body weight in kilos. That's it. Oh, you should know that.
0: Yeah, no, I know, but I mean, it's like, isn't it the four thirds?
1: Oh, if your patient is uh, under two kilos, it's a different one. So, yeah. Hmm. Okay. And then it has starting estimates, the range of energy requirements for healthy cats. So it goes by body weight yeah. and um, life stage. And it gives you examples of what their energy requirement for a day is.
0: What if my cat is heavier than six kilos?
1: This goes up to thirteen pounds and six kilos. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What happens when it's well, like you need seven to kilos. you need
1: to dig out the formula and start doing some math. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, you probably need to put them on a weight reduction diet. That's what my oh, that's, a,
1: that's a good answer. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Because this not, is really interesting. Because not
1: all cats are big bones. Anything
0: yeah. else uh, in uh because uh what oh, do we, no, have? We, still, we still have uh, like we have like a minute two or two. Yeah. They
1: have a really interesting. What's your diagnosis? Oh, let's case. talk
0: about. I love those cases. Yes. Yeah. So yes. I see a cat and a hand.
1: Yes. So it's a what your diag. What's your diagnosis? So sh-
0: okay, you describe oh. what the description is, and I'll I'll think about the diagnosis. Okay. I'll okay. okay. So. Let's see.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, here's the case. So
0: I'm, waiting,
1: wait. I'm waiting, yes. It's a 14-year-old cat named Leo. Leo. Yep. And um, he is presenting yeah. for uh, a history of acute anorexia of three days duration. Acute anorexia three days, yeah. Yes. And at the time of presentation, there was no other clinical signs to report. Uh-huh. But the caregiver could not say when he last had a bowel movement. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, that's not that uncommon.
0: No, of course not.
1: Right? No. So it might, it might may or may not mean something.
0: Although so, if you clean the litter box every day, you probably Yeah, but they know. have
1: three cats. There's two other cats oh, in the house. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Got, got it, got it. So it could be right? someone else. And
1: you know, the average number of cats in Canada and the U.S. per household is more than one.
0: Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. See? Especially okay. after a pandemic, because a lot of people got new. Yeah. New Physical exam. Okay.
1: You ready? Yeah. Patient was quiet. Quiet. But alert and responsive.
0: Alert, Yeah.
1: Yeah um blood and, and people think with
0: me yeah so I need your help okay. uh but uh yeah
1: blood okay. pressure systolic and average of 170.
0: okay that's a little high, high
1: a little high a little yeah. high but you know he's in the clinic
0: yeah yeah Stressed okay out like his
1: weight yeah. had decreased by half a kilo okay. from that, the previous year that's not good his body condition score yeah seven out of nine.
0: Oh, that's high
1: so he has a high body condition score, but he has lost weight.
0: Oh, that's not good. Yeah, okay. And he was uh, anorexic, huh?
1: Three days. Yeah. Uh-oh. Okay. So he has normal uh, rectal temperature. Yeah. Mucous membranes are pink. Normal yeah. cap refill time. Yeah. 5% dehydrated. Estimated. Let's see. Um, all other body systems look like they're perfectly normal. On yeah. abdominal palpation.
0: Oh, gosh. There we go.
1: Tense and painful. Yeah, bad. The colon was large. Uh-huh. and firm so hard. yes Yeah. but what else do we need to know the bladder
0: the bladder yeah
1: because yeah so the yeah. bladder was unremarkable oh good yep following abdominal palpation the patient immediately began straining to oh, defecate oh my gosh but could not produce anything
0: yeah i wonder what that is
1: so what is that
0: so the 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 interesting thing is first i thought you were going towards you know acute liver problems etc. sure you know because overweight, overweight cat, cat not eating abdomen, not, not eating. eating fatty liver syndrome and then yep. the spiral down yep. but now no. we're totally no. different so you know i would like to hear okay palpation of liver is normal or maybe well different. there was no
1: other abnormal findings in exactly the abdomen.
0: Yep. so so now we're immediately thinking about you know
1: constipation constipation
0: obstipation obstipation yes and i you know we always fight about the difference between
1: i don't know that you have to fight i think it's a matter of severity really
0: yeah yeah Yeah. so yep okay Um, yeah
1: so everything else um was normal so what 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 what, what do you want to do with this cat what's your first
0: no i would say we have a really good diet for that but let's not not...
1: no you have you you're you're not we're not ready for we're not ready for long-term therapy we're like right now he's on the table in front of you what do we do right now
0: Okay. You probably have to get the stuff out. That, that you do,
1: good. but yeah. remember, he's fourteen oh, years old. Oh, we need to old. give him fluids too. We need to give him fluids. He's fourteen years old.
0: Yeah, we don't. We don't want to anesthetize him.
1: Well, we could, yeah. but um, so we're guessing he's constipated because yeah. we're pretty sure he yeah. is. So we
0: can give him something to see if we can.
1: We could. Him. Um, so but I would
0: give fluids first.
1: Yeah, yeah. We want to give fluids. So um, ah, uh, they did one more thing. The last thing they did in the physical exam, the very last step
0: listen to the heart. They
1: did rectal palpation. Oh, and you know, 14, you got to make sure there's not
0: listen to the heart, too. Well, they did, but that was everything I I said. Jeez,
1: I said all other body systems were normal. You weren't listening. Jeez. So I like to point that out. Yes, because of
0: course, rectal. Yeah, a lot
1: of us skip that. Why? Well, it's unpleasant for the cat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he's 14. What if there's a tumor in there?
0: you are not going to feel a tumor with rectal palpation, except when there's a stricture. So you would yep. feel a stricture when, you know, he was hit by a car and his yeah. pelvis was crushed together. Well, he, can't time, have a
1: and t- a, he can't have a tumor in his, in his rectum he, or colon?
0: Yeah, but it probably is difficult to, f- yeah, if it is a if it is a space occupying lesion, yes, you could do that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. that's why.
1: That's so you'll start. It's for com- I don't think so. It's for completeness. So now what do we want to do diagnostically? What's the next what step? What
0: radiograph. Radiographs. Radiographs. Exactly.
1: You. Yes. So oh like, my
0: gosh. Look at those.
1: So they've got some very nice very abdominal nice. radiographs. Yeah. Yep. So they confirm our diagnosis. Uh-huh. Right? Yep. So this is what the case does. It walks you through very everything nice. and then it I talks like about it. acute treatment. So what's the first thing after fluids? Okay. This is the last question. It's very important. What's the first thing you want to do for this cat? After fluids. What's what's next? What's pain really medication? Thank you. God, I thought it was going to take you a while to Ooh. get there. I'm very pleased. Oof. Check. I thought this was going to take five minutes. Pain medication. Okay. Now there's there's but that's part A. There's part B. What? What pain medication are you going to give him?
0: Yeah. It's whatever. He's a
1: surgeon, he doesn't care.
0: No. Okay. I tell so can just...
1: we give him a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory? No. Why not?
0: Because his kidneys.
1: Well, because he's 14 and he's yeah. dehydrated.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. but that's the same thing, isn't it? You don't want to do that.
1: No, you can get, you can give a nonsteroidal anti inflammatory to when a well,
0: dehydrated,
1: not yet to a normally hydrated, but he's dehydrated. Yeah. Okay. So, what's, but the- you
0: said after we give him fluid. So, you are messing this up anyway, but that doesn't matter. Let's not, let's not, so be we, don't nit- an,
1: we don't want it. We don't want an NSAID not be nitpicking here. Won't. So, what's our other choice if we can't do an NSAID?
0: Uh, a morphine like.
1: Yeah, an opioid. Mm-hmm. But some people don't want to give an opioid to constipated cats. Yeah. Because,
0: because yeah. they
1: think it could
0: it exacerbate it. Yeah, constipation.
1: Yeah. But generally it takes more than a dose or two to see that effect. Mm-hmm. So I So think, you do it. Yeah, I would do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I mean he but is there
0: any alternative?
1: Not good alternatives. Okay. no there really isn't another good alternative so i wouldn't hold back giving him an opioid just because he's constipated mm-hmm. right yeah
0: yeah what about enemas and that sort of stuff yes yeah,
1: so they use the technique that i love yeah and that's the nasogastric tube uh-huh. and the trickle feeding of the polyethylene glycol yeah. solution through the tube
0: yeah, i can imagine that yes
1: so. yes and so they talk this about is a that. really
0: cool case but this yes. is also uh Okay. We're at time. We're at time. Oh, and Chippy just woke up. This is the Per podcast. Uh, This was the Per podcast. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Yes. We had a great time discussing feline practitioners. We did.
1: And there's, so for the Patreon users, I'm showing you the feline practitioner Uh, inaugural edition, and it is an amazing reason, yet another amazing reason to join. AFP. The American Association of Feline Practitioners at catvets.com.
0: Thank you very much.
1: Thank you very much. Dr. Okay. That's
0: per podcast in all our social media and the
1: website, almost
0: updated website is perpodcast.net. Well done. Thank you.
2: Bye. Dr. Susan Little is a feline medicine specialist with two cat-only hospitals in Ottawa, Canada. She is best known as an international speaker and as the author and editor of two textbooks, The Cat, Clinical Medicine and Management, And August, consultations in feline internal medicine. Along with three cats, she also admits to owning two dogs. And you can follow her on social media with the handle at CatPetSusan. Dr. Urala Kirpenstein is a diplomate of the American and European College of Veterinary Surgeons and a big cat fan. His specialties range from surgical oncology and reconstruction to minimally invasive surgery. He is the author of two textbooks on basic and reconstructive surgery. Did you know he was allergic to cats? Yola works currently at Hills Pet Nutrition. You can follow him on social media with the handle at GVETSX. This episode is made possible by the generous sponsorship of the Take the Pledge Against Bites in Pets Facebook page. Did you know there are three easy steps to treat bladder stones in cats with lower urinary tract signs? Step one to take a radiograph, and if there is a stone present in the bladder, step two is to use the Minnesota Urolith app for iPhone and Android to determine the most likely type of stone. Step three is to treat the cat for at least two to three weeks with an appropriate diet and see if the stone gets smaller. If so, keep feeding that diet until the stone is completely gone on follow-up radiographs. If not, check compliance with the owner and look for alternative treatment options.